Welcome to the Lens Bite Size with me, Nick Corrigan. This is a bite-sized version of the Business in the Community Lens podcast. In this series, I interview a business leader to find out how they've responded to the COVID-19 pandemic. My guest today is Lucinda Charles-Jones, the Group HR Director at AXA UK and Ireland. Welcome, Lucinda. Thank you, Nick. Lovely to be here. Nice to see you. So AXA is a founding partner for BITC's National Business Response Network, which matches communities' needs with support from business across the country. But I'm really interested in what local needs you've identified at AXA in the pandemic and what you've done as a company. So as you've already said, Nick, we're in AXA UK. We've been heavily involved with BITC and we were, as you said, a, a founding partner in the fabulous National Business Response Network, which was set up in the response to the virus and has done an amazing job with over 2,000 matches so far between community needs and business needs. But in AXA, we didn't just make a significant donation. We've also mm-hmm. made an investment in resource as well. So Personally, as you know, I'm honoured to be on the board of um, the ITC, on the board of trustees. We've also got a number of our senior leaders who are on the national and regional boards. We've seconded one of our project managers to help support the setup of of NBRN. And I think finally, across AXA, we've really been encouraging our people to support through volunteering. So a couple of examples of that. Some of our people have been making fabric face masks for the Seashell Trust in Stockport. So that trust cares for children and young people with complex medical conditions. And we're also um, in our CR week at the end of September. We'll be doing a virtual food bank appeal alongside the NBRN to engage all our people in supporting there as well. So lots of things happening. Wow. So that's across your different staff groups. And how did those projects come about? Is that staff wanted to do them or is it who? how did you identify those needs? So it's a combination of both, actually. I mean, we've got um, we have a fabulous employee population, people that really want to make a difference and want to get involved and want to help. We set up a pretty generous paid volunteering days throughout right. the pandemic for our people, too. And we've been doing our best to match to those local needs, whether it's through NBRN or whether it's through other charities that we engage with locally as well. Amazing. And we're still not clear how the result of the pandemic is going to be in terms of, mm. you know, all the negative things that have happened, including clearly many, many deaths. What, in terms of business, do you think have been some of the positives as well as some of the negatives from the way you've worked? Yeah, and and clearly you're right, Nick. I mean, obviously the pandemic has been a phenomenal tragedy on many levels, but but I'm naturally an optimist. So I look for the positives and I think there are lots of positives alongside the very many challenges. And if I just pull out one, for me, it would be the really increased focus on well-being. So in AXA, we've always had a real focus on well-being, but I think the pandemic has really accelerated that in many organisations across society as well. And it's a key enabler for us all working in a slightly different way, in a much more digital and virtual way. So in AXA specifically, back in July, we launched what we call My Wellbeing which effectively gathered all of the things that we already had in place from a well-being perspective so our people could access it easily. So, for example, we have a lot of support around physical well-being. Our people are able Mm -hmm. to access Doctor at Hand, which is a virtual GP support. From a wet mental well-being perspective, um, we have local mental health first aiders have had that for many, many years. But we've also got an employee assistance program. and We've got another app called Thrive to support our people. 
financial well-being is also important. We've got yeah. another helpful app called Nudge. And finally, we've already touched on the social well-being aspect. So that's all of the, the volunteering opportunities and community programs for our people. So a lot of real active attention and I think a real positive with that increased focus. Great. I can really see how that's going to impact on the organisation really positively mm. going forward, even when we get back to normal. Oh, yes, absolutely. And as I said, it was an important thing for AXA yeah. way before the pandemic. So to me, yeah. this has just been an amplification of focus, not something that we didn't already think was very important for us as an organisation. Is there anything you've learned personally as a leader? Yeah, I think lots of things organisationally. And for me personally, I think... The one big challenge was I was already used to working at home before the pandemic, but clearly not five days a week, six, seven days a week. Uh -huh. um, so I think for me, the one thing that I've had to really learn is that in a world where you have no physical boundary between home and work, it's about how do you create those boundaries? And clearly in the early days of the crisis, given the job that I do, that was very full on. But I've now learned to do even small things, Nick, like... Um, at the end of the day, whilst I always have my iPhone and my iPad with me, I physically put away my laptop and my notebook. I physically put them yeah. in a drawer and lock them <laughs> away. It's just a little signal of creating a boundary and a bit of a distinction. I, I do the same. I have a drawer for my laptop that I never needed yeah. to have before. But you no, put it away no. and then the space is mine again. Exactly right. Exactly right. Well, little things like that. And how do you think the company is going to change going forward? Yeah. What do you think different about AXA after 2021? So I think, uh, and back to that question you asked earlier about positives, I do think it's been a phenomenal period of innovation, creativity and experimentation. Mm. And for us, I think the opportunity to reimagine how people work is a fabulous opportunity to get to that real sweet spot of increased business need for efficiency and resilience, but increased expectations from our people to actually have more flexibility and balance in their working lives as well. So we're very much looking at reimagining that, basing it around this idea of smart working. So looking at yep. how the job needs to engage, looking at the chance for our people to be able to more customize their working experience against a, a reimagined use of the physical office space around collaboration and connection and not about any of us just coming in and doing our emails and making phone calls we can do that in a different way now and how widely are you sharing that because one of the things i always find interesting is how businesses learn from each other and mm -hmm. how small businesses learn from larger business how mm -hmm. how are you sharing what you do you're a very connected company yeah, we are. So um, I've done a number of webinars externally on it. We sit in, either myself or my team, are pretty well connected in a number of, of networking groups where we talk about the future of work. And so I think there's a number of ways that we're sort of talking to peers to learn from each other, as well as sharing some of the work that we're doing as well. But it's, and this is early days for us, you know, I think yeah. we're all still in that experimentation phase and, and seeing what works and what doesn't in a new way of working. Oh, that's so interesting. We could go on for much longer than the allotted time we have, but we're going to have to stop there, Lucinda. But thank you so much for joining me today. It's a pleasure. Great to speak to you, Nick. See you soon. See you soon.